0: Euronet Plus Panorama is a weekly review of European news broadcast by our network of EU radio stations.
1: Happy New Year and welcome back to Euronet Plus Panorama. A casual peruser of the news this past week might have been forgiven for wondering why Berlin had taken it upon itself to hold some leopards hostage. Yes, the thorny issue of the so-called Leopard 2 tanks has been the hot topic this week. Despite having already provided a wealth of arms to support Ukraine in its conflict, pacifist-leaning Germany found the idea of sending a weapon as destructive as the Leopard 2 a step too far. It therefore resisted calls to allow the transfer of any of these German-made tanks to Ukraine. Yet while a Leopard may not be able to change its spots, Berlin reserves the right to change its mind. On Wednesday the 25th of January, the German government a coalition led by Social Democrat Olaf Scholz, finally relented, even going so far as to announce that Germany would send 14 of its own Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. Seen on much of the international stage as a breakthrough, this decision led, however, to an exchange of blows in the German Bundestag. The opposition CDU-CSU parliamentary group considers the government's decision fundamentally correct, says German member station AMS but believes that they should not have had to be dragged kicking and screaming towards it. Meanwhile, parties at both ends of the political spectrum accuse their government of contributing, with this latest turn of events, to an escalation of the conflict in Ukraine. Dietmar Bach, from the left, would prefer to see a coordinated European peace initiative, a sentiment that is echoed by those on the far right, too. Thus, Tino Chrupala, the AFD faction leader, accuses Schultz's government of
0: warmongering. With these decisions, they are actively prolonging a conflict and blocking peace negotiations. They are running straight into an open fire with their eyes wide open and, I have to say it, straight into World War III.
1: This week, Germany's Social Democrat or SPD party, which has historically had a pretty open attitude towards Russia, provided some insight into the internal debate it is facing when it presented a paper outlining how it's responding to the challenges of our changing world. During the Cold War, indeed, legendary SPD leader and former German Chancellor Willy Brandt sought closer diplomatic relations with Russia through his Ostpolitik policy. The current SPD co-chair, Lars Klingbeil, now appears to concede that his party's softly, softly approach to Moscow has come to nothing. Klingbeil adds that it is time for Berlin to stop taking a back seat when it comes to discussions on security policy in Europe, says AMS. Discussions that must now focus on security from Russia as opposed to security with Russia.
0: Internationally, at the European level, there is a strong expectation on Germany to live up to a responsibility that has grown over recent decades. Many see Germany as a partner in creating peace, security and prosperity. And we say very clearly in this paper that it is time that we relax the restraints that we have been showing on and off for decades. That we take on more leadership. Leadership does not mean overriding others. For us, it means a cooperative style of leadership. But it also means providing much more guidance and direction in security and foreign policy debates.
1: The debate over the tanks in Germany can be seen mirrored in Bulgaria, reports BNR where it provides yet one more point of contention as the country heads into its fifth parliamentary election in the last two years. Several political parties, and even the country's president, do not want Bulgaria to send weapons to Ukraine. Others believe that providing such support is vital. Clearly in the latter camp, Todor Tagarev, a military expert and former Bulgarian defence minister, tells BNR that the West would never forgive themselves if they left their weaponry to rot in a warehouse – And this enabled Russia to launch another offensive against the embattled nation.
0: Bulgaria could easily provide Ukraine with enough tanks for one tank battalion, instead of keeping them in a warehouse, and then, two or three or five years later, sending them for scrap.
1: And this would not be solely for Ukraine's benefit,
0: he adds. The Russian economy is not even 10% of the EU's economy. I just don't think it's possible that Russia thinks the West can be exhausted is economically yeah. Quite simply, Russia's main strategic goal is to sow discord in the West, to break the unity of the West, and so far it has not succeeded. One must think strategically. Strategic thinking is not about counting tanks in a warehouse, but figuring out the best way of ensuring security. Many countries already understand that the best way to guarantee their security, and prevent the threat of Russian aggression for a long time to come, is to help Ukraine.
1: Following the explicit appeal from Ukraine for Leopard 2 tanks and Germany's reluctance to give the go-ahead for their transfer, Warsaw spearheaded a coalition of countries, including Finland and Spain, that were not only willing to offer their Leopards to the war effort in Ukraine, but insistent on doing so. A spokesperson for Poland's ruling Law and Justice Party, Rafał Bochenek, stresses that Germany's belated decision to permit the transfer of these tanks was ultimately the right one, as it represents a real show of Western unity in the face of the Russian threat.
0: This coalition of countries supporting Ukraine has finally been joined by Germany. Under pressure from Poland, and in a coalition that we managed to build around Poland, under the diplomatic pressure that we managed to exert on Germany, finally the leopards are to be handed over to our eastern neighbors. This is a good sign and shows that the countries of the free world, the democratic world, and the whole of Western Europe are walking hand in hand in the same political direction. It would be a bad situation if Germany broke out of this coalition.
1: Following the green light from Berlin, Madrid confirmed that it would be contributing to the battle tank shipment. In a statement to the media, Minister of the Presidency, Felix Bolaños, acknowledged that there were differences of opinion within Spain's political circles, but claimed that a show of unity was required, as Spain's security was also at stake in Ukraine. S. Radio Castilla
0: y Leon shares his comments. The entire operation in Ukraine, with respect to Russia's aggression, is a coordinated operation involving all the Allies and always under a NATO-led operation. And it is in this context that all the decisions are taken. We, of course, and it is the will of the Spanish government, will stand with our NATO and European Union partners because unity is precisely what gives strength to the EU's response.
1: If Leopard has been European media's most cited word of the week, let's take a look at some of the contenders for word of the year 2022. In Germany, the word of 2022 is Zeitenwende signifying a turn of the times, says AMS. It was selected by a Society for the German Language jury as most representative of the year. Indeed, as AMS points out, it was the expression Olaf Scholz used to refer to the invasion of Ukraine in an address to the Bundestag on the 27th of February last year.
0: The 24th, the 24th of February 2022 marks a turn of the times in the history of our continent. Continents.
1: Along similar lines, war is Portugal's word of the year 2022 highlights Radio Renascenza. The same goes for Bulgaria, says BNR, where citizens were asked to identify 300 contender words before a jury drew up a short list of 10 from which people were asked to vote. The word war picked up more than half the votes in the survey organised by an editorial platform. Journalist Veselina Sedlaska, who sat on the jury, tells BNR. <laughs>
0: Sadly, there were no surprises here. I really wanted the word peace
1: to make the top ten, but it didn't. War won 51% of the vote. Next came inflation and elections and Ukraine tied in third place. To close on a lighter and more positive note, French-speaking Belgians were asked to vote for their preferred new lexical creation of the year. RTBF reports that they chose velotafi, a newly invented verb that roughly translated means to use one's bike for commuting and work-related travel. So that's all for our first episode of 2023. Do join us again next week for another look around the Euronet Plus Network.